Hey, welcome back to another episode of Tech Chatter, the tech discussion podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and joining me always is Rich. Hey, 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 how's it going, buddy? Oh, windy and blustery and snowy. Oh, this winter is fierce. Oh, it's insane. But it's crazy, though, because there's not that much... Like, it's not a snowstorm, per se, right now, but it's a storm... That's for sure. Like, the winds are insane right now. 70 car pile up in Barrie. 70 cars, man. Well, did they and actually get some snow, of... though? I don't they know were about getting that, snow. but, you know, if the wind can push like 70 cars together, yeah. That's, that's pretty bad. And that's just one of the pile ups. Oh, yeah. It's pretty intense. And I know um, a part. Part of the reason why we're actually recording this episode at this exact moment, IRL, is the fact that we were supposed to be recording an episode of Pop Chatter, but our guest for the episode actually had to back out due to, ironically, a snowstorm. Uh, He's down in the United States, and there's a crazy storm, and it's knocked out his internet, so he couldn't record that episode, so we decided, well, uh, let's just do this one instead. (laughs) Uh, yes, in Canada, we, the wind is something a little new, because this has gotten so bad, and the best part is it happened on a garbage day for us, so we lost one of our cans, but the good news is, I gained someone else's bin. (laughs) Do you not write down the name of, um, like, your address on your bin? No. Maybe you should do that, and then you can walk around the neighborhood at night and be like, hey, fucker, you stole my garbage bin, and then you steal it back. No, but I can write my name on someone else's bin, and there we go. That's true. But going forward, (laughs) now you'll have your name on on a bin, and that's what matters, right? So. (laughs) Well, the good news is it was kind of blown, like, just the opposite, like, across the street from my house. So I thought it was it, because apparently I'm not... We've got, like, so many different types of different colored bins... I was pretty much sure that we had two of everything. Oh, that's so when I could when I could only see one. I was just like, okay, well, I guess this other one is ours. Yeah, because you live in an actual house, so you have to have what? You have a black box, a blue box, a green bin, and then a garbage bin, right? Well, well, two or three of those because we have a lot of plastic waste. So we ended up getting a a second one of just about everything because like there's one that fills up while we're like using it and then the other then they then it gets full so there's the other one that the backup uh, and yeah yeah, yeah yeah for sure but i'm just saying like you've got um you've got four different styles and different um organizational needs for your garbage whereas oh, so i live in a building so i have garbage uh cardboard and plastic but i don't actually have the bins right i just go downstairs to like my lobby area my garbage room and i put it in the big massive bins and then that's it for me that's all i need to do so you recycle far less than we do yeah probably yeah i would say most likely (laughs) so anyway um let's get down to the the meat and potatoes of this topic uh, this week, we decided to do a snowstorm tech episode where basically we are looking at, we, we just basically looked up a couple of our favorite uh, tech gadgets um, and whatever we need to get through a snowstorm, brought them together, and we thought we'd kind of chat about it and see, um, you know, what, what we have for snowstorm. I'm interested to see what Mike has. I know that uh, Mike and I have already kind of uh, had a 
a heated discussion about jackets, um, which so we will be able to uh, have that conversation now and have it not as heated probably, probably. Uh, so that's good. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it. Mike, what's your your first snowstorm pick? Well, one of the one thing that everybody hates about a snowstorm is cleaning it up afterwards. So especially you. Oh yes, yeah. so you got to go out. You got to deal with the shoveling, and if you have a bad back, then you probably get like a snow blower instead. But even so, like if it's like these particularly vicious, windy days, you still got to deal with that weather. Well, why do you? Why even leave the house to shovel or snow blow your walkway? Just get a drone. No, not one of those flying buzzing drones that everyone else uses. This is a remote control thing, which when you look at it, it's like a mix between a snowblower and a bomb disposal unit. And it is a remote control four-wheel drive robot with a snowblower attached to it. That's incredible. And for only $10,000, you can get one of these things. Mm. Now... It's a little steep, but... Well, you say that, but with it, you get a 3 inch thick aluminum cut on plasma and welded together. Oh, boy, with a 13-inch tiller, 12-volt, 35-amp-hour batteries wired in series in parallel for 24 volts and 70 amp-hours of battery power. So how long does it last? I guess it would probably depend on the thickness of the... Uh of the snow too and the heaviness of the snow as to how long it would last did they give an actual rating or an approximation well, of the battery length I, it's a, uh, i'm imagining it would be an hour simple because the motor driver for the motor well you got two things going on you've got the motor driver and the blower itself and the uh, blower has a 208 cc snow engine a two-stage engine remote start with startup and uh, a 10 amp motor controller and a 60 amp um what was that thing 60 amp it's right in front of me but i can't see it because i'm stupid 60 amp motor driver for the uh the unit itself i would like to know if you know what any of these things mean well 70 amp hours and since there's about 70 amps of stuff no no not not the amps and all that i mean what if you know what any of these controller motors and this motor and that motor, like all the shit, the other shit that you're saying, do you know oh, what no, any that's of that means? Freaking engineering shit. I don't know that stuff. <laughs> but I'm looking at the whole thing in action and look at this whole thing. You look yeah, at I just pictures. checked out the video. Actually, it's um, it's pretty incredible. It seems kind of like the Roomba of snowstorms. A snowba. A snowba. Yeah, there you go. Um, I I actually I didn't even know this existed, but I mean. I guess it would kind of have to because, I mean, we have Roombas, we have uh, Scumbas or Scumbas, which are like the mopping version of the Roomba. We have um, uh, lawnmower, like lawnmower robots or whatever, right? So why wouldn't we have one that plows your snow for you? Now, the only thing that I would be concerned about other than the astronomical price of this would be the fact that, A, it doesn't seem to be fully automated um it's it's remote control not actually automated so it's not necessarily smart in that sense so you'd still have to be like either outside or oh, by a window or by a window like you'd still have to be you know basically doing it yourself um in one way or another which for ten thousand dollars i would expect not to have to do it myself 
You um, really should be looking out the window at this because if you send this thing without keeping an eye on where it's going, it could, best case scenario, it wanders into the street. Worst case scenario, it runs over a neighbor's kid. Well, yes, that's true. But I mean, like the same can be said for the lawnmower one too, right? Um, so, I mean, there's ways that you can make them smart and, and you know, they seem to have uh, forgone that option. Uh, however, oh, shit, you can add cameras to it. Well, there you go. Um, but again, I think that uh, just the fact that um, and even with Wi-Fi a, controlled with a so with a, the fact that it's doing snow and ice, I don't think those batteries are going to last very long. And so, what? It's just going to die in the middle of your uh, in the middle of your you know parking lot or whatever, and then you have to go out, pull it back, plug it into charge, wait six hours before you can do any more. Like it just seems or leave it plugged in, and while you do that. And while you do that, what? Just put an extension cord on it and let it, like, let it go around its its path. But it might not even be able to do that first because a, it might not have the option of being charged and being used at the same time, and b, it has a twenty four volt DC to one hundred fifteen volt AC inverter for powering the snowblower inverter, linear actuator for engaging the snowblower gear motor with chain sprockets. Blah, okay, blah, blah. yeah. So what I'm saying is, just because it has a charger doesn't mean that it can be charged while being used. And then on top of that, if you're um, charging it while it is being used, if that's even a possibility, then what happens if you run over your power cord or if you mulch it up by accident because it's a snowstorm and you can't see it? So (laughs) then you're running on batteries until you fix it. Well, and on top of that, then you have to buy a new charging cord or whatever, which I'm sure is probably look on the bright side. Look on the bright side. The ensuing fire will melt all the snow off your walkway. That's true. Um, I see this as definitely see, a generation see problems. I see solutions. I see this as a generation one product. Uh, so I think that uh, it definitely has potential, but uh, it's not something that I personally would buy, especially for $10,000. That's way too much for something that seems to have this many um, probable issues. So I I would definitely avoid that. However, um, something that I know definitely works because I've seen it, I've tested it, I've tried them on, is a Wuxley jacket. Have you ever heard of a Wuxley? No, it sounds like a character from a cheaply made sci-fi cartoon. Cheaply made? Oh, it has to be cheaply, eh? Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) So basically, this is a Canadian-made... jacket meant for winter weather it's basically uh, the competition of a um another canadian company called canada goose and unfortunately canada goose kills many 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 animals to make their jackets even though they don't need to uh whereas wuxley is a fully animal free uh product it's so far they've saved twenty three thousand seven hundred and thirty one animals from harm making their jackets there is no animal product in any way in their jacket anywhere it's all synthetic man-made products made in canada and they're actually um rated at a i want to say lower temperature or a higher temperature either way they're they're uh, better rated than canada goose jackets uh in the winter and on top of that they're lighter and thinner while being warmer so i mean they are about the same price, maybe a little bit cheaper than a um, 
than a Canada Goose jacket. They start at around $700, $800 and kind of go up from there. They've got many different options, different types, different styles. Um, but basically, my favorite thing about this is obviously that it is fully animal th- animal free and uh, it's you know good for the environment and good for you because we don't need animals to stay warm anymore. We've we've passed that part of our, our of our evolution. Uh, now that we have industrialized our society, we don't need that. So I think that something like this is amazing, and uh, I personally will be buying the next. Uh, that'll be my next jacket. You say that, but my smart parka, which is a exceptionally well designed, you've seen how sweet it is in person. Yeah, it's I actually do like your smart pockets. jacket. It's got great pockets, a built-in scarf, a glasses pocket, a wallet and keys pocket, a phone pocket, a zip a zipper in the arms for built-in gloves that can be snapped on, a power bank pocket, so many amazing pockets, and they are rated, even though they use 9010 white duck down, responsible down standard, so it looks like it's ethically sourced animal, animal material. That's impossible. You can't uh, ethically source animals. Because you're you still ever, killing them. Have you ever seen birds lose feathers? That's not You how... know they don't keep the ones they're born with, right? Just saying. Continue, though. They shed. Just continue. Let's not get into this heated argument again. The, the people don't want to hear no, us No, I'm getting into this. my heated jacket because it is rated for temperatures. While yours are only rated up to negative 22 Fahrenheit, mine is rated to negative 40 Actually, this is uh, negative 30 degrees. Ideal temperature says negative 30 degrees Celsius or uh, negative 22 Fahrenheit. So that's ideal, and that's only, you know, that's without anything else. But on the positive side, like I said, A... Uh, it's cheaper than a Canada Goose Jacket, which is its main rival, not your smart parka. But for each one that you buy, you're saving approximately 15 animals from harm. You're getting four cards, uh, cars off the road a day, and you're saving 1,504 liters of water to produce this jacket. So you're not just saving an animal's life. You're saving carbon dioxide and water as well. And on top of that, it's also rated fairly well. And well, has many different pockets just like yours and blah, blah, blah. Interesting thing. The responsible down standard. I just looked it up. Any sakes. removal of down and feathers from live birds. Life plucking and molt harvesting is prohibited. Force feeding prohibited. For A what? Holistic, for the, your smart parka? Yeah. Holistic okay, respect fine. for animal welfare of the birds from hatchling to slaughter. Responsible down and feathers is properly identified to ensure non no non-RDS feathers are mistakenly identified. Each stage is audited by a professional third-party Okay, okay, we body. get it. They're trying to be ethical. That's fine. They are also however, animal-friendly like yours. However, no, they aren't because they're still using animal products. Mine is oh, not using you. animal products. You, there's the no... I'm sorry. These feathers there is no way that, that they're waiting for a cow to shed its skin to make the fucking gloves for your friggin' parka. Mine aren't the leather ones. Yours aren't, but they do sell some. So what I'm saying is they aren't fully ethical because they still use animal products, which don't need to be used. They can easily make uh, or use man-made products to get the exact same thing. So while they may be doing it ethically for part of it, not all of it is ethical. And the fact that they're still using animals isn't necessarily needed. Right, because you're still using animals, which means you still have to transport all of this they stuff. They could be still, cows like, that died of natural causes. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that happens. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they're mortal creatures. They die. Anyway, 
so that's that's my uh, first pick is the um, the ethical non-animal jacket Wuxley. You can find them at wuxley.com. They're actually really great jackets. They're really great people. I actually met uh, the founder. Uh, at a local trade show here in Ottawa, got to talk to the founders, uh, chat with them for a few minutes, and try on all their jackets, and uh, they're really nice. They've got vests, they've got like all a whole huge line, and they're very comfortable, um, and they, they're not, so they're not like huge, huge, because I find a lot of um, parkas and, and goose jackets and stuff like that, they're almost too big and too thick a lot of the time. Um, where it's great when you're outside, but as soon as you jump into a car or on a bus or, you know, when you're inside, uh, you know, like a building for a couple minutes or shopping and you can't really take it off, they're too thick to kind of move around comfortably, I find. Like, I have uh, a jacket from Simon's, um, and it is very warm, and, it you know, it's got all the pockets that I need and whatever, whatever. However... Um, when I get into my car, it's it's almost uncomfortably thick for me to drive in. So I quite often either take it off or I just wear my regular leather jacket into the car if I know I'm just, you know, jumping into the car and then jumping out to go to a restaurant or whatever. I don't even wear my, my thick jacket. So um, the Wuxley jackets that I tried on were kind of in between a, a fall jacket and a full-on winter parka in thickness and heaviness. However, they do have that winter rating which is kind of nice uh mike what's your um your next pick well it's just a, as a quick aside and just to let you know you have some variety you can also get the north aware smart parka which is mostly ethical enough i don't know about enough but mostly ethical <laughs> we'll go with okay finally we have an accord now mm. you may think oh well you don't have to leave the house to shovel your snow because you've got your super ten thousand. You got your you got your snowblower, which is about half as much as a car. <laughs> no, that is and a full car actually. the uh, The Nissan Micra is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars in Canada. So if you're going to be leaving the house, <laughs> why suffer cold feet? You oh, can it's like get, the worst, right? Oh, all that snow and that slush. Even oh. even if you do somehow manage to get great shoes that keep all the snow up, it's still fucking cold outside. Yep. So how Preach. do you do Preach. <laughs> how do you how do you save yourself from that? By getting Thermacell Proflex heated insoles. Mmm. I like. I like. Yep, and they can be recharged up to 500 times. It's a nice warm heated battery inside these things. Up to 5 hours of warmth per charge, wireless remote control, and it even works with an app setting. Or, no, wait, I don't think, no, not an app. It just has a remote where you can go from high so you can get super toasty tootsies or just medium to get not so, to get, no, not frozen feet. Now, the thing that concerns me about stuff like this, and I love the idea of heated socks and heated insoles. (laughs) One of the ads on this thing for other variable ones shows a set of these on fire. Oh, yes. Oh, the Samsung soles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But one of the things that kind of makes me a little nervous about these is the thickness of them. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't wear uh, full-on winter boots. I I have a car. I don't, uh, like, I live and work within a few block radius. So I'm not out trekking all the time in the winter, thankfully. (laughs) Unless it's for Pokemon Go. (laughs) But... 
Uh, my issue is, is I wear uh, Vans winter, quote unquote, winter boots, but they're really just high top sneakers, right? And they've got, you know, like some nice... Um, uh, material on the inside to make it nice and fluffy and warm and they're all right however I don't think I would actually be able to fit these in there and my feet at the same time I think that these would be a bit too thick so mm, I think I'm I would looking at these pictures and they seem almost paper thin no no at the heel the heel yeah the heel that's what I'm talking about is the heel I don't, and again I don't know about paper thin but it could get a little credit but hey on the plus side you won't have to put socks on that's true that is true. So, I, I mean, I, I love this idea. Um, does it say how many times the battery is rated for or is, do they... It recharges at least 500 times and it's so good on the Amazon page, they mention it twice. That's pretty good. And I actually noticed that you can buy um, batteries for it. So once they run out, you can buy a new set of batteries and a charger for $30 and up, basically. 30 bucks seems to be about the cheapest on Amazon. I'm sure you can find them cheaper on, you know, Alibaba or Wish or whatever if you want your feet to go on fire. But at least on Amazon, they're around 30 bucks for a new set of batteries. So, I mean, that's not so bad. You pay, you know, around $100. You get 500 charges, which if you're charging it, you know, once a day, that's pretty much you can also shave one or two full heel. winters. You can shave down the back heel if you're worried about it because all the tech, all the tech goes from the heel to the uh, sole. To the arch. True. I mean, I would, you obviously wouldn't be able to shave it down too, too much, but you know, that's still pretty sweet. I mean, I would, I personally would just set it on medium pretty much all the time because you don't necessarily need to have, uh, you know, super, super hot as long as, cause you're going to be wearing socks anyway. And in the winter, you're probably wearing your winter socks. So I don't know. Oh, you I could think... be wearing your rechargeable electric battery heated socks kit, that you which could is another be. ad I see here. Oh, yeah. Well, there's tons, especially if you go to like uh, Mark's Work Warehouse. They have tons of stuff like that. They've got uh, heated sweaters and, and heated jackets and all sorts of heated stuff. And I, I love that sort of thing. Um, however, again, that just means that you're carrying 15 pounds of fucking batteries on you at all times, which kind of <laughs> sucks. Um, but speaking of, of heated things, I have a heated USB uh, power pad or sorry, heated USB electric pads uh for my next pick and basically these are just small usb pads you can get them in different um sizes different types like just search up usb heating pad basically and you can find all sorts uh the one that i've chosen here uh for this exact uh episode is a five pack and basically they all come into one uh wire so that you plug in one uh, battery into it and you've got one on and off switch i don't i think it's got basically two or three settings as well just like yours um and they're all connected together and you can basically you put on i guess either double-sided tape or velcro on the back of them and you put them on the inside of your jacket or the inside of a sweater and then you can take them apart you can wash the uh the pads the uh, cover of the pads you can wash that and uh, yeah, they keep you nice and warm. You get five pads for sixteen twenty-one, so you can have you know, say, a couple on your shoulder blades, and then a couple on your pecs, and then maybe one on your belly or something like that. And uh, that'll keep you nice and warm. They're rated uh, th a three-gear adjustable red light is high temperature around forty-five to to 50 degrees the white light is the middle temperature around 40 to 45 degrees and the blue light low temperature is around 35 to 40 degrees celsius that is pretty damn warm but i mean in the winter that's 
you know, that's definitely <laughs> going to be pretty damn good. It does say that they are uh, insulated and waterproof. Uh, I'm sure they're not like you can't put them in water, but I mean, a little bit of sweat or a little bit of snow in your pockets and whatnot is certainly not going to harm them. So that's really cool. I actually plan on getting myself a uh, a pair of these for next winter as it's pretty much too late this winter. Um, seeing as how we're nearing the end of winter and I'm going to Hawaii on vacation soon, so I won't really need them. But uh, next winter, I definitely plan on getting something like this. And I know you can get them even cheaper if you go on eBay. I've seen five packs on eBay for as cheap as like eight bucks. So. Or even better, when you just come in from a freezing long day, you can just... You can just throw, just drape these things on you and thaw yourself out right off the bat. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Uh, so I would love to have something like this inside my jacket keeping me warm. Mike, what's your next pick? Well, if the jacket, if your jacket keeps you nice and warm because you're using a Wuxley or Smart Parka and you just think, oh man, these, I am so toasty, but my hands are freezing because these gloves that come with them just aren't cutting it in this freaking cold weather well lucky you you can get some heat touch inferno gloves jesus those are fucking expensive though oh yeah these are the real power gloves these are real deals oh yeah they have <laughs> they don't even have women's insulation and their batteries can go from green mode for up to six out for six over six hours Yellow, which is medium on four hours, and red if you need to just, like, if you're just walking through the Arctic, yeah. then you can get two hours of superheated action. Hmm. And, and it looks yeah, like they're fully individualized, too. Like, there's no, there's no cords going between them. There's no cord uh, going up your jacket to another battery somewhere. Because a lot of the, the ones that you would see on Amazon or eBay or Wish or something like that... Quite often, there's a very long cord that you'll need to run up your sleeve or something like that to a battery pack that you've got in your pocket somewhere. Um, so these are really cool in the sense that uh, they actually don't have that, it looks like. Each each one has a battery in it, I would say, right? Like they're all um, packed into each glove, correct? Oh, uh, yeah. And the inserts are dry hand, windproof, waterproof, and breathable. Oh, and they've got so... a bunch of different types, too. You can get gloves. You can get mitts. It's not just uh, the one style. Oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of ways to keep your hands warm. And it's uh, it's expensive. But, you know, if you're going to be spending your days like this guy in the video just crushing that dope powder all day, man, because you're, like, so swinging hip he's, in the winter. Listeners, just to let you know, he's talking about uh, Snow Hill snowboarding, not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I personally don't think you would need these to crush a mountain of powder. <laughs> but to crush a mountain of snow, these would come in real handy. <laughs> these yeah, actually look so. really cool. Um, now, unfortunately, I, I still think that the the price is a little too high. However, the build quality is obviously going to be much better on something like this than something cheaper. Uh, I personally wouldn't buy them based on the fact that they are... Uh, too expensive as well as um, they're made of leather so right there I'm out because again animal products but you know the fact that something like this exists means that you know hopefully gen 2 will be made of um, you know pleather or something along those lines yes made from plows <laughs> you fucking smart ass 
Um, I do like the the idea of something like this, though. And again, this is all stuff that I plan on getting for next winter because, uh, yeah, um, this winter was mighty cold with my Dollarama $3 fucking um, gloves that I've lost for the past month and a half. And I just found them while cleaning out the car today. So now I get gloves again. However, the problem with some of the... Um, gloves like this and those gloves specifically actually i didn't see anything mentioned about it you can't necessarily use a touchscreen phone while using them so you know it's all great and handy to have my hands warm but if i can't play pokemon go then i don't i'm not buying your fucking heated fucking gloves like come on man just put a little put put something on the finger so that i can touch my screen it's not hard guys come on simon's does it dollarama does it for three dollars yeah the best part is like because these phones now have fingerprint scanners, now that you still you still have to take your fucking gloves off now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you can you could at least like the way that I do it, and this actually ties into my next uh, pick. Actually, is um, you just have a Bluetooth device hooked up. So for me, anytime my um, smartwatch is hooked up to my phone, which is pretty much all the time, anytime my uh, Bluetooth headphones is hooked up, or my Bluetooth scale, or my you know Bluetooth speaker, my speaker at work. Um, We've got, you know, my car, anytime any of these devices are hooked up, it's automatically unlocked all the time. So I don't have to put in a pin or anything like that. It makes it much easier. Um, and like I said, leading into my next pick, my next pick is Bluetooth headphones. While they might not keep you warm, they will keep you entertained through a snowstorm. And the fact that you're not going to have wires running all through your jacket uh, to get to your phone. And then when you pull out your phone, maybe, you know, because of the way that it's packed in, it's, it's pulling your ears a little bit and you got to like, yeah, no, screw that. All full, full Bluetooth, wireless Bluetooth headphones is what you need for the winter time. Uh, I was thinking of actually putting in as my pick, one of those Bluetooth uh, toques, or as you Americans would call it, hat. Bluetooth. <laughs> Ooh, that's really good name. I'm surprised that's actually not the name of the product. But uh, a Bluetooth winter hat or, or toque, as we call them here in Canada. Um, I was thinking about that, but you can't use that year round. Whereas a, Bluetooth, a set of Bluetooth headphones, which you can buy anywhere from like, you know, probably $10 or less from some Chinese website, all the way up to hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, for, you know, like a, a name brand, you know, Sony, Bose, whatever. You can use those all year round, and if they're the bud styles, you can just put your hat over it, and bada bing, bada boom, you've got entertainment for hours on end while you're crushing powder. <laughs> Have you seen my headphones? Uh, I've worn them on my way to your place. Did yep. I ever show them to you? Yep, yep. They were like what? What did you say? They were like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, Mpows, and uh, they're they're cool. They work, except whenever I try to put anything on. If you've seen the uh, the cable that connects them, it connects to these little blocks. Mm-hmm. That they, that basically like I guess holds the batteries for them as well as the drivers for this for the uh, for the headphones. It 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 works great. However, it keeps getting snagged on anything I try to put on my head. Oh, that sucks. Boo. Well, I, I mean know, it, that you... they're so sleek and compact normally, but whenever I try to put anything on, then I end up feeling like that guy from uh, The Empire Strikes Back that worked for Lando Calrissian. <laughs> You know that guy Lobot? Yep. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I actually just what got my is that uh, my guy? new was set. Was that guy a real person or was he a robot? I think he was both. Um, but I do understand the struggle of Bluetooth headphones in the winter. I got a pair of 
used um, Bluetooth uh, headphones a little while ago. They're Skull Candy Wireless Inked, I think is what it's called. I-N-K apostrophe uh, D. And they're pretty damn good headphones, uh, except for the fact that the person who gave them to me, um, A, I got a great deal on them because I got them on an app called Buns, which is for trading. And the person thought that the microphone inside of it didn't work anymore. So I got an amazing fucking deal on them because they thought it didn't work. But as soon as I got it, they worked. But the stupid little gel fucking caps or whatever, the plastic gel caps that go over the actual um, speaker on the headphone or whatever, where you put it in your ear, they're super uncomfortable. And I don't actually think that they're meant for these Bluetooth headphones. So for the past few weeks, I've, I've run into an issue where, you know, they basically come out of my ears every like 10 to 20 minutes sort of thing. So I have to keep pushing them back in constantly, which really sucks. So I do know the struggle. I, do they have headphones I small enough that will still work? Cause I know that you, they have to be a certain size to uh, speakers still have to be a certain size to work like that's just limits of physics well i'm sure there's smaller and smaller ones but i mean like even something like the uh, the airpods you know what i mean that'll fit under a toque no problem you know what i mean so there's tons of different options out there but having bluetooth headphones in the winter is certainly something um that is you know needed i would say what's uh what's your next pick here buddy uh well you know what it, say you're trying to be on the slopes, crushing that dope powder. <laughs> I love how that that's just, powder. that's the only thing we can think of. <laughs> but that but that powder, well, what else are you going to do in the winter that's fun? Cocaine? Skate with the kids? I mean, fuck that. You're going outside to have fun. Why are you bringing kids? That's why you're doing the cocaine before you go outside with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> well... Anyway, if those mountains just aren't entertaining enough, like they're just so flat or so diagonal and there's just like no <laughs> danger, no fun, you can just get these new AR goggles. They're ski goggles with an AR component. They've got a camera in them, so you got that sweet GoPro action, but you don't have to strap any shit to your head because you already did. And this has high-def video recording, 16 gigs for three hours of footage, micro-USB charging, data transfer, Bluetooth 4 for connectivity. How about that? Uh, it seems kind of low. 24-degree diagonal viewable area, a, a brightness setting of 3,000 nits, which I never heard of as a brightness setting because I thought that was lumens. But apparently they're now measured in lice eggs. Well, <laughs> I feel like nits is when it's uh, on a screen, whereas lumens is when it's being projected by like a, a light bulb. Like a light bulb is is measured in lumens, a light source, whereas something like a TV or a monitor or something like that would be measured in nits. I believe that's how it's that that's how it goes. Um, don't please don't yeah. quote me on that. I'm sure if if we had a... more than five listeners, they would be all up in rage. Um, saying how wrong I am. However, um, I think that's how it goes. These are super cool, dude. Yeah, it has a 2.2 amp hour battery for six usage hours. Doesn't that mean that it's what, 20,000 milliamp hours, right? Yeah, 2,200 milliamp milliamp. No, 22, is it 22 amp hours? 22,000, not 2,200, right? 22,000, but since a milli is a thousand, you can round it down. I don't know why they don't do this anymore. Was well, it 2,200 or is it 22,000? 22,000, man. Look okay, at that's the, what I said. There's four digits in the number. You're five two, two, digits. Zero, zero. So, 
I don't know why they use the milliamp hours. Like nobody ever uses like, oh, is this like a 50 milliamp or a 20 milliamp? No, you're using thousands as your base measure. No, but everybody uses so, milliamp hours when it comes to batteries and stuff, right? Yeah, but if you're if you're doing like 22,000 this, 23,000 that, 4,000 this, just round it down to just four amp hours. But I mean, it, it's it's I personally uh, would say that as impressive a, as a, yeah, because you're it's using more, the word thousand in it. Exactly, it's more impressive. It's Yu Gi Oh. It's a better Yu-Gi-Oh bullshit. Yu Gi Oh bullshit. It's like oh, I have a power rating of one hundred eighty one, two hundred eighty seven thousand. That sounds like, more like Dragon Ball Z ratings. No, those power levels are different. <laughs> also, they're bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? And these these goggles have a uh, Android four point four operating system. Ooh. Seems a little old, a but, little. You know, if it if it works, they're on fucking nine now or nine point. And they have a one point two gigahertz dual core processor with an ARM Cortex nine chip. Well, that's not so bad. What uh, what's the price point on these? I'm 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 getting here. Do we have a price point? I don't know. Apparently, yeah. That's you always know that you're in trouble if they tell you, "Oh yeah, look at all this stuff." Holy fuck! And you don't. Have you seen the Mohawk? It's the same thing, but a full fucking helmet. Fantastic. A full helmet, Jesus. except I started clicking on it, and for some reason, it's in German. Uh, well, I mean, if you were using uh, Chrome, it would automatically translate everything for you. However, um, it is super cool. It's got a 4K and 10 megapixel uh, photos action camera. Transparent. Oh, damn. You look like Master Chief with this thing. Yeah, I know. Transparent Psi OLED display. I don't know what the fuck that means. Hands-free AR interface. Metrics and statistics in your heads-up display, virtual SOS button, uh, maps and navigation, friend groups, communications, high-def headphones and microphones, which is actually kind of cool because that means that you can, you know, communicate with people while you've got this on. Um, so that's really cool. But going back to your glasses here, um, I like the idea. That it seems to have some pretty good specs, except for. Bluetooth 4 and the fact that it's running Android 4.4, that's both of those are are fairly old standards. Well, and it has a micro much, how micro USB. Do you need your gog- how complicated do you need your goggles to be? It's not a matter of complicated, but it's a matter of upgradability and and usage, right? Because having an Android uh, Android 4.4 system means that it's based on something that came out like six years ago which means that the amount of apps that are going to work with this thing aren't um you know that many uh, also bluetooth 4 instead of bluetooth 5 means that it's not low energy so they're not saving as much energy having micro usb for charging and data transfer versus having USB C means that you're getting a slower charge and a slower data transfer rate so i mean yeah. This is this is pretty sweet. We never got to the whole point of these goggles. We got so tied up in the specs. The whole point of them was that they have an AR component, so you can uh, you can map courses on what you're doing, uh, put up like little uh, markers for your own little virtual slalom, so you don't have to plant flags. That is actually pretty cool. The 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 virtual slalom was pretty cool. I did see that in the video, and you can record the the video as well, so that you know you can post it online to some you know, random uh, tropical house music, uh, just like everybody else does with their YouTube videos these days. And what you can get 10,000 views. Yeah. House music is typical music when you're crushing anything, whether it's fresh powder on the slopes or d- doing those things at the gym. 
those those Wait, things. Weights? Yeah, weights. Yeah, okay. Weights, weights or steps? <laughs> I think Crushing this, some this is pretty steps. cool. I, I'm very scared at how much this would cost for something that doesn't have the newest technology in it. Um, You're, you should be scared if they don't tell you what the price is on the website. Yeah, exactly. That's automatically telling you, like, so go ahead and order this. Well, and I know, for, for instance, like, uh, so one of the girls I work with... Um, used to be a quote unquote professional snowboarder, which I think means that she just used to snowboard every day. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning she didn't get hospitalized doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we were talking about um, uh, goggles like similar to this recently. And uh, I saw a pair that basically has, I think it's like three or four different settings of just, um, they're basically clear and then you press a button on the side and then it'll go uh yellow for quote-unquote hd and then you press it again and it'll go blue uh for a little bit you know cutting out some of the yellow light and then you press it again and it'll go like you know like a sunglasses kind of like brownish or blackish so you can cycle through four or five six different settings however just for these that was like i think they were like three four hundred dollars and that's just cycling through a couple of different shades have you right? read the fact on this no i have not they ask like some typical questions like will i not get distracted receiving all this information while skiing and they say oh no the user experience is optimized for a minimum distraction ride on automatically detects motion and switches to a minimal riding mode when skiing downhill the full information are only displayed while standing still which is good but then the next question is what happens if i crash that's really funny. <laughs> and the obvious answer is, you'll probably feel pain and embarrassment as usual. However, these goggles are designed to be as safe as any regular goggles. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's pretty cool. However, um, there... Oh, and you get free software updates. Yay. Yeah, I'm I sure that'll never fucking happen. finally get that strawberry shortcake upgrade for your goggles. That'll never happen. Anything that's that far behind will just never really get any great updates, unfortunately. And it uses your phone's 3G, apparently. Yeah, again, 3G. How old is this device? We're not. We're basically almost at like 5G now, right? So, AR is a pretty new thing. So, oh, copyright 2017 on the webpage. Oh, so they're just trying to pass off uh, old technology as as new, basically. Tisk tisk well, tisk. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of it, but I think that uh, other companies will definitely do something like this much better. Uh, I would say. However, uh, my next pick is something that is useful and although expensive for what it is, at least it's probably not going to be a thousand dollars for something that's using 15 year old software. (laughs) Uh, So I've chosen the Ember travel mug. And while they have a couple of different versions, the version I chose was the travel mug and not the regular mug. Um, So basically, it's just your run-of-the-mill, kind of like Starbucks, uh, you know, second cup, refillable, reusable, dishwasher-safe style mug, except that this one can actually keep your drink warm and also um, even boil boil water almost if it needs to. Um, It's really cool. It's Bluetooth, so it can hook up to your phone. Uh, it's got a little swivel thing on the bottom, or I don't know, it's not swivel, but, um, you turn the bottom of it and you can actually make it go up to, uh, I forget what the actual, 
Well, I'm looking at the uh, the thermos being used, and it goes up to 142. 40, yeah, something like that. You can make ramen in this thing. You can just like start cooking this shit at work. Temperature ranges from 50 degrees Celsius to 62.5 degrees Celsius. Holds, um, let's see, yeah, holds 355 milliliters. Approximately has a two-hour battery life or all day on a charging coaster, which means that it has wireless charging, which is Wait. good. Because that What's means... the temperature being used? Is it like American temperature or actual accurate temperature? Well, it's got Celsius or Fahrenheit, so you can use either. You... Yeah, but did it tell you how far it goes on... Uh... I just told you. 50 yeah, to 62.5. Was... I literally just uh, said that. Yes, but Celsius or Fahrenheit. I said Celsius. Okay. Oh, my God. Jesus. You don't even listen to me when we're recording the show, let alone when we're talking in notes. Good Lord. <laughs> Um, you can choose and save presets for uh, different drinks. You can name your mug, which kind of seems a little weird to me because, I mean, if somebody's going to steal your mug, they could just rename it for fuck's sakes. It's a little bit ridiculous. But it does have a 360-degree leak-proof lid, much like every other fucking travel mug there is. Comes with a power adapter, a charging coaster, a quick start guide. Hooray, hooray. Weighs 450 grams, so weighs probably about the same as three to four of your phones. So it is a little bit heavy, but, you know, it does have an, a, a battery in it. And it, fuck, it boils your goddamn water almost. So, I mean. Uh, yeah, it's only 40 degrees off. But if you're on Mount Everest, apparently you don't uh, need. I just found out that the boiling temperature of water changes the higher up you are. That's no, yeah, nice. for sure. Um, you can hand wash the body and dishwash the lid. So you will need a, uh, a bottle brush to get it fully um nicely clean however it is ipx7 rated so fully submersible in water for up to one meter it's pretty damn cool it's got a digital display on the outside to tell you you know how hot it is but they also even have uh ceramic mugs copper mugs um they've got accessories so you can get a 24 karat gold halo lid which is i don't know why you would want a 24 karat gold lid it seems a little Apparently weird. It's coming soon. Yeah, but still, just the fact that you can get it is really weird. Um, I don't know. I really like the idea of this. I have seen something. I think we actually chatted about something very similar to this uh, a year or two ago on the original Technobabble uh, episodes before we took our, our you know small hiatus that we did. But um, I saw something similar to this a couple of years ago where basically it could keep your drinks cold or warm, whereas this one just kind of heats them up. Still... I mean, if you're going to be out all day or in meetings and you really want your coffee or your tea to stay hot, that's pretty damn cool. And even the fact that you could put in, you know, lukewarm water from your tap, throw in a tea bag and turn it up to the max and boom. I mean, it's not going to boil it, but it's going to heat it up enough where now you've got some hot tea. That's pretty damn cool, man. I mean, hell, you could probably put you could fill this thing with snow and put a tea bag in and. Now you've got some tea. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty handy to have in the middle of a snowstorm, or at least for two hours anyway. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, the, the pricing of this on Amazon anyway, you might be able to get it cheaper or whatever, other places. The ceramic mug, which is just your regular coffee mug style sitting at home, starts at $109. And the temperature-controlled travel mug, which is the one that I was talking about, starts at $199. So while it is expensive for a mug or a travel mug, 
it is going to keep your shit warm for fucking a few hours. Not to mention the fact that it's insulated. So even without the the heating, it's still going to keep it warm. So that's pretty oh, damn that, cool. That is pretty fucking awesome. And if you want to keep shit warm that isn't food but your face, then you can use the Sub-Zero Warm Breath Mask. That was a really good uh, segue, Mike. You're learning. <laughs> You're finally presenting me with opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I can do a backhanded compliment too. <laughs> so, oh my god, if you painted this blue or green, you'd be fucking uh, reptile Sub-Zero. or fucking sub zero. Sub zero. Oh, Sonia Blade. Hey, Spring, <laughs> get over here. Now I've just got Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I freaking love that song. Oh I bought God. the soundtrack when that movie came out. I didn't watch the movie too much, but fuck, I was jamming that soundtrack for like at least a year. I actually. Definitely during the summer. I, I pirated. I loved this. all the songs on it. I was a techno hit. I pirated the song. By literally hooking, I took my, uh, I can't remember if it was a beta or VHS that I originally saw it on. Maybe it was even Laserdisc. But whatever, the, w- the way that I watched it, at the end of the movie, it goes back into that song, right? During the credits. So what I did was I hooked up the headphone jack on the, um, on the whatever it was. I think it was uh, VHS. So I hooked up the headphone jack on that, put that into a recorder, and then... Um, I actually fucking took that recorder because it was one of those mini tape recorders. I took that and then fed that into the line, the aux jack of my um, my massive, boom, you know, 90s boombox stereo and then recorded that onto a cassette deck. So I had to get two or three different recordings deep to actually get it. But I totally got that song and I think one or two more for free. Ah, uh, well, no, the soundtrack was worth every penny. There was so much so- there was so much music on there. It's underrated. Oh, yeah, I love that there, soundtrack. Every, every song on that was just a banging, inspirational, like, good techno. Back when techno required, like, some actual, actual instruments involved. Yeah, I love the old uh, school techno like that. We might have to do a, uh, a techno chatter episode. <laughs> yeah, did I did I ever tell you how I made some of my own mixtape soundtracks? No, how? Okay, see what I did was I took the auxiliary cables from my computer mm-hmm. or my <laughs> directly from my TV mm-hmm. and I would load them into my cassette player and I would make music from uh Secret of Mana, Command and Conquer, oh my Final gosh, Fantasy. That's so funny. Oh yeah, well like I I've thought, I can't record this shit from the speakers. It's going to sound like hot garbage. I'm pretty sure. So I recorded that shit directly onto my cassettes. I'm pretty sure that uh, that's how uh, Bob Mackie and Jeremy Parrish of Retronauts uh, recorded a lot of their music back in the day as well, which is pretty hilarious. Of the well, Retronauts yeah, it, it, podcast. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard the Retronauts podcast and you like old school gaming, that's definitely a good one to check out. Just as a little plug yeah. for something that's not ours. I didn't even need those guys around at that time. I just, even back then I had a head for what's the best possible audio I can get within my budget. Oh, yeah, exactly. And speaking about budgets, um, this item that you've chosen, the Sub-Zero Warm Breath Mask, is actually not that expensive. I mean, it is probably in American dollars because you found it on Hammaker Schlemmer, 
which is a fucking... It's grossly overpriced. I love Hammerker Schlemmer. Yes, everything they sell is grossly overpriced, and everything they sell, if you actually read the magazine, I'll have to give you one sometime, because my mom has given me a uh, subscription to this magazine for years now. Um, but and by subscription, I mean you just go to their website and give them your address, and they just send it to you once a month for free. But... Uh, Everything they sell in their magazine is always the best. So it'll say the best Sub-Zero warm uh, breath mask, the best men's personal shaver, the best flying the, taxi, the best this is, submarine. Yeah, this is the like, fleece mask. Oh, yeah, they sell you shit like underwater submarines. I mean, fuck scuba diving. S- hand swimming is for suckers. If you're going to go in there, look, you got to Johnny Quest that shit and go in your own little submersible. While I agree that this is where sub- Johnny Quest gets his shit. Your own submersible is quite fun. I, I would agree with you. However, coming from somebody who actually scuba dives, scuba diving gives you much more freedom than being in your own submersible. However, they do sell you something that you can hold as a scuba diver and it'll just kind of pull you along like one of those torpedoes with uh, the fans on them or whatever uh well yeah if you're going to be scuba diving then that's the way to do it because you don't want to go stepping around on like jellyfish that are going to be like fuck you man i was taking to sleep eat tentacles well not to mention the fact that i mean you don't want to be uh necessarily touching any of the coral reef in general because i mean then you're damaging an ecosystem as well but let's get back yeah, on fuck, topic fuck here the ecosystem i just want to keep those jellyfish tentacles off my off my feet well, I mean, your feet. I don't need some asshole going. I need to pee on you. Your like, feet no, are usually no, you don't. Your feet are usually covered unless you're swimming in the Bahamas or some shit. There are animals that can pierce that shit. Like you, have you not seen what uh, what squid can do to sonars on ships? I'm not saying they that bite through the housing on those things for sure. But I mean, most of those types of animals are gonna you know kind of scurry away from you before they get that chance, unless you're being a dick fuck. But anyway, let's get back on topic here. Look, you know um, me. This Sub-Zero... If there's a chance I can do that in nature, yeah, I'm going to find a, a way. You're a fucking dick. Uh, the... I'm going to find a way. This Sub-Zero warm breath mask, it literally looks like a, a Sub-Zero mask or whatever. But it says that it's... Um, what does it say? It, micro, it has a microclimate inside the mask with up to 80% humidity... Um, and temperatures from 40 degrees Fahrenheit to 60 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than the outside air. It uses your breath to insulate and maintain the temperatures. I might actually have to look something like this up on Amazon just uh, to see if I can get a a cheaper one for next year. Again, uh, next year is going to be my warm winter year for sure. Yeah, because if you've ever, like, worn a scarf, yeah, like, your breath heats up, like, the front of your face, but then eventually... It gets cold, and then all that hum- all that moisture around your mouth suddenly, if it, it either gets frozen and the scarf is now bonded to your face, or you start chafing. So uh, I just looked it up on Amazon. Uh, just I looked up warm breath mask, and they have ones that basically look like uh, doctor masks, except they're just really really thick, basically, uh, and they seem to start at around ten dollars. I can't seem to find one yet. Uh, that is exactly like that. However, I'm sure it does exist. So uh, that's going to be my mission is finding this something is worth else it. like that. This is worth the cost because unlike scarves that would like trap some of the humidity, but like I said, it'll, it'll start to chafe your face because that moisture is just going to be bonded there. Oh yeah, for sure. This takes the moisture away from your face and stores it like in a, in a separate layer. Yep. So you're creating like a warm air bubble between two layers of fabric. 
So it keeps the moisture off your face, prevents fog on glasses and goggles, which is great. The mask is breathable, wind-resistant Polartec fleece with hook and loop flaps shaped to fit comfortably over goggles and helmets. One size fits all. I love it. I love it. And uh, speaking of uh, keeping things warm between two different layers, uh, my last pick is the Smart Duvet. And this is a duvet that you can actually control the heat uh, or coolness on either side. So say your partner likes things a little bit warm and you like things a little bit cool, you can actually set the temperature of this duvet on each side. So it's a dual zone climate controlled self-making bed. Although I did not know that it was self-making. Um, now I really love it. Oh yeah. So basically. It, oh fuck. This is amazing. It inflates itself to make itself. I forgot about that part of it. I actually uh, researched this last <sighs> year for an episode. But my favorite part is you can get the the heating and the cooling. So that if you like your side a little bit colder. So for instance. I obviously sleep next to my wife in bed. Um, she gets very, very warm at night. Uh, so warm that I quite often get very sweaty. And I thankfully sleep next to a fan because I like white noise and because I need a fan because I sleep next to my wife. So quite often in the middle of the night, I have to kind of like, you know, open up the duvet a little bit to let a little bit of cold air in because she's so damn hot. So with this, she could actually have you know, the warmth on her side, and then I could drink my side a little bit cooler, and, um, you know, then everybody's happy. And how this works, basically, is it seems to have, it has a... Uh, a it hooks up to your Xbox. Yeah, it, see, it almost looks like an Xbox or something underneath, but you've basically got this motor uh, underneath, or like a, a blower of types underneath uh, the bed, which hooks up with a couple of different tubes uh, to each side of it. And then, um, you know, you can control this heater uh, via an app and it can do two different control, like two different sides. So, you know, it, it can make one side hot, one side cold, all of it hot, all of it cold. And then it can also use all three of the tubes to blow it up and actually fold it back into position so that it's quote unquote made. However, that doesn't help you uh, with your sheets. So assuming you don't sleep with any sheets on, this will make your bed for you. Uh, but nonetheless, I freaking love this. I want it, I want it, and I want it now. You won't need sheets with this because you will be as warm or cool as you want to be with one thing. That is very true, actually. Um, but yeah, I, w I want this so bad. Um, unfortunately, we just bought a brand new bed, um, so on and so forth. So I don't think that we will be able to buy something like this anytime soon because we just bought a brand new bed, brand new duvet, brand new everything. Um, and I can't seem to find a price on it anyway. Um, so that kind of sucks. Installation. Oh, yeah. Don't you just like what? We need to have a little conversation. What the fuck is up with sites? Oh, here we go. Just Wait, not telling you. No, how no. Much I, I found the price. So uh, for a single or twin it starts at $279. For a full or double, you're looking at $299. For a queen size, $329. For a king size, $349. And for a California king, you're looking at $369 American. California king sounds like Notorious B.I.G.'s unfinished album. Um, um, going, going back to Macaulay, king mattress. <laughs> um... You know what? 
three or I guess it'd be closer to like four hundred and fifty five hundred dollars for a king size version because it's three fifty American. So yeah, you're looking at like four fifty five hundred dollars or something like that. Um, I personally think that that would be worth it to never have to make my bed again and to be perfectly comfortable every day and night, especially because I believe you can actually set this up so that if you go to bed at basically the same time every night, you can actually have it uh, pre-warm your bed or pre-cool your bed for that matter. So if you're living (laughs) in California, you can actually have this thing cool your bed down for you so that maybe you don't have to set your air conditioner as high, thus saving you money. I just looked up California King, and apparently there's the California King Snake, a California King Bed, which is a song on Rihanna's 2010 album. I bet it is. King of California, a 2007 film starring Michael Douglas and Evan Rachel Wood, and uh, somehow a uh, 1997 gay pornographic video, which apparently was substantial enough to have its own Wikipedia article. Interesting. It's not a red link. It's a blue link. I don't want to read it. I don't want to look at it. But apparently it's important enough to have its own entry on Wikipedia. Intriguing. Uh, Well, on that note, I guess we'll call it quits for this episode. Um, That's been our Snowstorm Tech episode uh, where we basically just chose a bunch of different cool gadgets to help us get through a snowstorm because it has been rather stormy these past few weeks and we thought it'd be fun to just kind of fantasize about what gadgets we would get if we could and would get gadgets so uh with that said mike where can people hear you out on the internet oh you can hear me doing the playing with power podcast about nintendo power magazine you can hear me do the taste test where we play old retro games you can hear me on the graveyard shift horror with sheldon and mike where we talk about actual horror movies and on rare occasions even have rich on to talk about them for the few horror movies he can stand to watch without getting nightmares (laughs) yeah i'm i'm a wuss uh you can also hear mike on such podcasts as Tech Chatter, which you're listening to now. You can also hear them on a few more of the uh, Chatter Nexus podcasts, including Schlock Chatter, which will be starting shortly. Our first episode is Iron Sky. Go look it up. You'll have a blast, just like we did. Uh, you'll And if this kills on long enough, we'll have the Schlemmaker Chatter podcast. Yeah, really. Where we talk about all the amazing gizmos you can get in the Hamaka Schlemmer catalog. <laughs> uh, you can also hear Mike occasionally, though not always, on the Pop Chatter podcast with me. And that's basically a catch-all podcast where I talk about anything and every thing that I want to because it's my show so go fuck yourself with that being said thanks for listening it is now safe to power off your device and go fuck yourself (laughs) 